Hey everyone, welcome to another exciting episode of the Scratch and Track Podcast presented by the Dude Room Show and co-produced by Mr. I-V-E-S-T. I'm the Dude. And I am Grim. And um, today we're talking, we're talking changes. <laughs> by yeah. none other than King Gizzard and the Liz Wiz. Now, this is going to be a big... This is our big gender reveal party. Which variant did you get? Oh, yours is a black cover, too. Are they oh, the same? Oh. I feel like blue smoke is going to come out or something. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. What Do you know what the, the version of that is? Does it say on the front? It's the After Armageddon edition. Ah, mine is called Purgatory White. Ooh, white. And that's it. Yeah. So changes, ch ch changes. Uh, the third of three albums released by King Gizzard in the month of October, um, in the year of our Lord is, 2022. Is, I feel like it's got to be some sort of record, but um, no pun intended. Yeah, no pun intended. But um, so I, I, I will say I think of the three, uh, this is definitely. I mean, not only the most unique of the three, this is might be one of the most unique. King Gizzard albums I've heard. Agreed. Um, it just, uh, it's just very different. Um, and yeah, I, I mean, I, I really loved it. Um, when I, when I put it on, like I, I get into a lot of their other stuff and, uh, you know, you can just put it on and it's fun and it's jammy and it's flowy and everything a lot of the time. And this though was, um, this was a departure and I was, I was excited to kind of have that, especially having so much material come out. Yeah. Yep, I agree. Um, it it was definitely something unique and different. And, and I told you, I think offline, that it was kind of like them dipping their toe into like sort of that neo soul kind of sound a little bit, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit, definitely. Um, yeah, it has this. It just has. Yeah, it's got the soul. It's got like this jazzy R and B vibe to it. Um, and I think one thing you know when also when we were talking offline was. I love it when they do do something different because they do something different, but whether it's, you know, thrash metal or rap or something like this, but it still has their fingerprints on it. Yeah. Uh, right. Uh -huh. Like it's, it's still, you know, they, they, they don't all the great ones. Stray, the mark. All the great ones. <laughs> yeah. It's the wet bandits. You know, they don't stray from who they are, but they're also not afraid to try something new and kind of get into a different, different area. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, a lot of times, you know, a lot of times when bands do that, they they'll go too far and it turns off, you know, a, a lot of the people who are like, oh, man, I like the old stuff, you know, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I'm, I, I, hey, I'm guilty of that with some bands. Oh, too. me too. Like, like I absolutely 100 percent, 100 percent am. But they they do a nice job of kind of towing that line, I think. Mm -hmm. Now, one thing I will say um, out of those out of the three that came out in October there's a song on ice, lungs, planets, meteorites, mushrooms, and mushrooms um, yes. called Ice Five that I think Ice Five would have also fit very nice on this record. Don't you would like ice the five. sound of Ice Five? Oh, yeah. But yeah, I could definitely. Anyways, yeah, it's yeah. not on there. But yeah, uh, this this does have just sort of a different vibe altogether. Um but I, I 
again, like you said, I, I really like it. And I guess that they, uh, Stu McKenzie said that it was all based on like a melody, which was turned into a song cycle. That's kind of yeah. all based on this, this one thing. And it's like variations on a theme more or less, uh, which is interesting because, um, all the tracks are still a little different, but I guess this they started working on this in 2017. 17. Yeah, it was supposed to be the fifth album that was released that, that year. year. And yeah, and Stu just basically said, like, man, we we're it we're just trying. wasn't there. We we're trying. It just 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 wasn't happening. And so they waited a couple of years and now it's the, the the fifth album this year yeah yeah and yeah. and you so. know and i i think it's interesting because i think one of the songs they specifically mentioned um is exploding suns i think they said that exploding suns the version that's on there is the actual is the cut re- from from seven yeah so so that one was good um which is it's cool because i wouldn't have known that listen it's not like it sounds drastically different no. than the rest of it no no well it, it's interesting because they were basically saying you know the first song the first track change which is the opening track and it's like 13 minutes everything Each song yeah is it, it just kind of like branches down from that mm-hmm. like that's i i love how creative they are with just all the things that they do whether it's like hey we're gonna have albums flow into each other we're gonna have an album you know repeat and just be forever not a gun in, in <laughs> yeah. infinity right and, you know, OK, we're going to, you know, do microtonal stuff and then we're going to do, you know, something like this where it's like, OK, we're going to have this long song and each thing is like a branch off of that song sort of. Yeah, like it's 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 I don't I've just never heard of a band do such creative stuff before and have it actually be good, <laughs> you know, true. Yeah, I mean, this is this is what, 23. <laughs> That's so 20, great. Tw- 23rd album 23rd yeah 23rd um i will say at this point i officially have more vinyl records of them than anybody else any other band even the beatles even the beatles wow yeah i'm i'm close man i'm uh, now that i just got you know three came yesterday yeah so that that kind of tipped the scale a little bit it did it did a little bit yeah, I have to go through and count, but it's it's got to be pretty close between them and and uh, and the Beatles, I imagine. Yeah, and and yeah. I think the only reason it took me so long is because I had a lot of like, I don't know, uh, like put it this way, I had enough Beatles records where some of them live in the land of misfit toys. Like, there's just some weird ones that are like odd collections of early tracks that I'm like, I don't know why I have this because I have whatever records these were originally on, you know? Yeah. It's kind of like, uh, kind of like the scratch Perry sessions for early Bob Marley. You know, there's just, there's a million different records that all just kind of cycle through the same, like 20 or 30 songs. Right. Sort of thing. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of different versions, a lot of different versions. So, um, well, yeah, I think, uh, you know, this is, if this is the last album that we get of King Gizzard and, in 2022 i think it's a good way to go out um, oh yeah you know i mean i wouldn't be surprised I, I wouldn't be surprised if they you know just threw us a little surprise or something at at the end of the year but yeah like if they the, don't if they don't i can't say i'm going to be like disappointed yeah i got plenty of stuff to still like listen to and just do deeper dives man it's just you know yep. it's, it's 
it's there's a lot of content there. So um, so, yeah, if people haven't checked these out, I would definitely check out. I mean, I've enjoyed everything they've put out this year. Um, yeah. You know, it's good they, year, they've, great year they've, for them. Dude, they've done some interesting work. I, mm-hmm. I mean, this is I think this year's got to, the, the variety that they've put out is just. Oh, it's uh, insane. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just all the different styles and things that they've done. So um, now I got to ask you, do you yeah. have a favorite? Um, Cut and why? I don't know. You got to have I, an I opinion. Think I was, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking about this actually. And I, I mean, I think I actually, I kind of do have to go with changes or I'm sorry, change. Oh, okay. Um, because that's where all the other songs kind of come from. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> you know, so, uh, but yeah. Yeah. What about you? Dude, I got to go with AstroTurf, man. AstroTurf. AstroTurf. Killer on the knees. Killed a lot of careers. Yeah. Killed a lot of careers. But We're not King. But still, <laughs> not, not theirs. Not, no, not theirs. But I just, there's there's something about that, um, the way that that, that horn just bumps. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, yeah. It just, it has such a nice chopped up rhythm because of that, which I really enjoyed hearing that. I, it was, it was just one of those things where you're like, I didn't see this coming, but I like it. Yeah. You know, I know, what you, I know what you're doing right now and I like it. And I, and I do so. like it. One thing that I, I want to comment on, and this is a real nerd thing to comment on, but normally uh, in a lot of their older albums, they would just say like, whomever played keyboards mm-hmm. but with this one they specifically call out the Wurlitzer which I'm wondering and and the Farfisa and the Mellotron like I'm wondering if they you know because of some of their popularity if they were kind of like hey, we're yeah, gonna get yeah. some of the the old school vintage gear yeah. and kind of we're doing the real stuff yeah now. yeah real stuff vibraphone i mean but yeah dude that's we'll have to ask ask Stu when he comes over later well because it was funny when i listened to this there were a couple tracks that you could very specifically hear a wurlitzer on but it sounded good enough where i'm like that could just be you know because i know that on live i want to say they're using like a nord electro or a nord stage which those samples are probably about as good as you can get for for yeah. sampled versions of that piano, sure. So I, I wondered if it was just if it was uh, if they just did a good job, um, kind of getting that sound just right with the samples. But then when I saw that that they actually used the real deal, that's that's kind of sweet. Real deal, Vanderbilt Field. Yep. So, all right, Graham. I think that might wrap up our third King Gizzard first impression. Of the month. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's funny. Not only have they dominated our uh, vinyl collections, apparently, but uh, I would also say that they have dominated our episodes. Yeah. So, I mean, it. I, I hope if if you've never listened to King Gizzard and this is the first time you're I'm checking sorry, out our podcast. But yeah, there's yeah, still time. Sorry, not sorry. There's still time. Yeah. Like there's there's plenty of plenty of uh, plenty of time. And we will be doing at some point in the new, in near future. 
where you should start. I was going to ask you about that. Because that. And let's save that for an episode. Yeah, because that would be such a good one. There's. uh, Yes. So I, I think I think that's going to have to happen because I'm going to I would be I would like run out of I'm arms. Work here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so if you guys would like to see an episode like that, definitely let us know below. Yeah. Um, right after you like and subscribe and comment below. below. All right. So I think it's time to go, Graham. Time to go. Time to do. Time to do. Show. Show. Copyright 2022, The Dude and Grim Show.